Ben Waiting For, Brandon Owens, Caleb Williams, and Eric Jeter present Hockey Nation Episode 7. Hey guys, what's up? Eric and I here for Episode 7. Sadly, Caleb is sick, so he's home in bed, resting up, trying to get better. Um, what a baby. What a I, baby. I, guess I, I get sinus infections all, all no, the time. He's a baby. He should be here. Just yeah. kidding. I love you, Dubs. Alright, so what we have on the docket today is a review of UNA's game, a conference review, preview of the upcoming game, predictions, and our Believe It or Not segment. So, let's kick things off with UNA. <clears throat> it was a boring game. Yeah. Um, what were our predictions? Like, score? we all predicted a W. I never gave a prediction. I did. You did say that we weren't going to break 35. Which I was correct. Yeah, what was the final score? 30 to 12. 30 to 12. I think I said like forty-two to twenty or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was pretty boring. I I I'm gonna be completely honest. I did not pay attention at all during that <laughs> game. After we got ahead by what two touchdowns, yeah. and they still had nothing. I was just like, okay. It, I really hate these games for JSU. I really do. But it's a rivalry game. They're still transitioning. So once they finish their transition from Division Two, it'll. I have a feeling it'll be a lot more exciting. Did they bring that many students? I didn't Surprisingly, see, not. I didn't see a whole lot. They had a student section over by the band, but it wasn't big like I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I guess it was cool to have like. I mean, it was more away fans than usual. Oh but yeah. It was nothing to. You know. It was nothing that spectacular. I do think next year, though, when we go to UNA, that away side will be all red. Oh, I hope so. That'd be dope. So, and I will be, hopefully, in the area for yeah. student teaching to where I, I can still go. I'm going to go regardless, wherever I am. Yeah. But uh, I, I would like to be a little closer to the game. I don't have that many thoughts about the game. Now that I'm either. thinking back on it, nothing is really standing out to me. Because, I mean, it wasn't that close. They didn't, like, expose any of our flaws offensively or defensively, really. I'm trying to remember how they scored. They had a touchdown, missed a field goal, and I think I think they missed two extra points. They did. They missed two extra points. We missed an extra point as well. Because I think we got up by two touchdowns, but it was 13-0 to because we missed an extra point. Right. Which I believe was our second missed extra point of the year. Yeah. We only had two so far this year. Um, which seems like a lot, but we've been scoring a lot. Yeah. So I guess, I don't know. Missed extra points are never good. Yeah. But they had two that game. Yeah, and they hadn't missed any that I know of from their previous three games. Yeah. So that was a little surprising. Hopefully, know. like, staring down our student section rattled them. I don't know if it was that or just jitters of the rivalry yeah. being renewed. Could be. Um, the student section was better. They stayed pretty much the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until about halfway through the fourth quarter that they started leaving. So yeah. I was very, very happy. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. Good stuff. Proud of you. Thank you. Hopefully we can keep it that way. Yes, please. Um, Especially come playoff time. Yes, please come playoff games. Please. I'm trying to think of any other big takeaways I had. It was just a pretty boring game. Yeah. We looked okay. Um, we definitely put in our second string. We definitely put in our backups. I think so. It, it wasn't very exciting. And this was a good game for our backups to get good experience. So, especially going into conference plays. But I do want to read off a few stats of a few players. Cooper was 19 for 31. Again, not a not a very good passing game for him. Yeah. Um, 19 for 31, that's like... That's less than 50%. 
that's no, more than 50. That's, it's less than two-thirds. So it's yeah. like, I don't know, 63% is my guess. Let's look it up. Oh Let's God. crush we, the numbers. Here we go again. You keep going. Keep but going. he had eight carries uh, for a total. This is passing and uh, carrying. 61%. I was close. Not bad, but not. It's not great. a terrible game, but no. yeah, it was. It's not one of his best games. No, but it didn't have to be. But total yards, Cooper had two hundred seventy-nine for the entire game, which is all right. Yeah, and then three touchdowns. I mean, it, it's typical Cooper. Yeah, it, it's just typical Cooper. Jalen Green had nine carries and two receptions for seventy-two yards total and a touchdown. We were running. It did seem we were running the ball more. Yeah. That is one thing. Pretty early in the game, I got the feel that we were going to run the ball more. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't stop the run. Yeah. And it was very evident that they couldn't stop the run. Which, which, which is cool. I'm glad that we've been trying to develop a run game. Which, looking into UNA's future schedule, that KSU thing might be Oof. a blowout on Oof. Kennesaw State's part. If, they can't get, if UNA can't get better at stopping the run, that's going to be a tough game. Yeah. Um, Pearson had seven receptions for a total of 149 yards and three touchdowns. Pearson had a really good game. Yeah, he did. And Barry definitely had a much better game from the previous week. He had six receptions for 67 yards. Yeah. So, overall, I mean, until UNA gets more relevant, there's not much to really say. Yeah. Like, I, I, nothing really stood out to me. Like, everything just kind of went as I as expected, expected it to. Yeah. Everybody played pretty okay, and that was enough to beat a mediocre UNA. We had a really good crowd. It was the biggest of the year so far. Yeah? Um, yeah, it was like over 21,000. Um, Neat. But, I mean, even from the crowd, I mean, they were just sitting. I mean, our fans do sit down. Yeah, they're until, old. <laughs> until the very end of the game, like Eastern Washington game. But they, they didn't seem engaged at all either. I, I, there's not much to say, and I really hate that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I never plan what I'm going to say before these podcasts. I just kind of say whatever I can remember and think of. But I really am struggling to remember anything notable. Yeah, I... Maybe if Caleb was here, he would offer some sort of insight that we're forgetting about. But Yeah, but I don't know. I, I have a lot more to say in the upcoming segments. But, um, but yeah, you and I game went as expected. Yeah. So let's just leave it at that. I say we move on. What do we got next? OBC Conference Preview. So as of right now, you only have three teams with below 500 records that all the other ones are either at 500 or above only the top two teams are the only two teams with a three and one record which is jsu and tennessee tech which i want to talk about tennessee tech a little bit they have a win against sanford um a tough loss against miami ohio a d2 win over Virginia Wise and a convincing win over Western Illinois. Tennessee Tech might be turning things around. They could be. Um, I was watching um, a rerun of the Tennessee Tech Western Illinois game, and Tennessee Tech just dominated. What was the final score? Do you know? 38 24. 38 they, put their, they put their backups in once they got a convincing lead. And oh, that's wow. how Western Illinois came within two touchdowns. But, I mean, that's... Tennessee Tech is just scary looking this year. Yeah. And Not what I expected. Very, very much so. Um, we don't play them until the next to last game, and it's at Tennessee Tech. Ooh. So... So both teams will be – it's not like we're shaking off the early season jitters at that point. So both teams will be at about their strongest. Yeah. And could Tennessee Tech possibly be another playoff consideration? I mean possibly. Anything's the possible. Only, the only other two teams 
three teams that would be under consideration, really only two of these three teams, um, Austin P, SEMO, and EKU, are the only other three teams that I would consider for playoffs. Um, Austin P is who we played this week, and the fact that it's at Austin P makes me not as nervous as the Eastern Washington game, but it worries me a little bit. A little bit. Um, we usually have a good. Um, we usually have a good um, performance when we're at Austin P. But um, in recent years, since Austin P has gotten a lot stronger, the games, whether it be there or here, have been a lot closer. So. Possible upset alert. I, it pains me to say that, but possible upset I alert. I guess maybe, but I don't know. We're um, getting predictions later. I'm I'm not picking Austin P in that game. I'm not either, but I mean, JSU could be on upset alert a good majority of conference play this year, which says a lot about the OBC in my opinion. Yeah. A lot of people will say that says a lot about JSU, but I like to believe it says that the the conference is getting stronger well, and not necessarily that JSU is getting weaker. Well, the conference overall is a lot better. I mean, like I said, usually in years past, there would be more than three teams with under a 500 record. Yeah. So the fact that teams one through six are over or right at 500, I mean, I consider that a huge improvement. Yeah, yeah. Um, wins are wins, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll see what what happens. Um, but I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye out on the top six teams. Maybe Tennessee Martin, who's the seventh place team. Maybe. Um, Maybe we'll see how they perform in conference. Um, moving on into the Austin P game. I mean, like I said, it it's a it makes me nervous, but I I think we'll get the job done. I think so. Give a real quick sum up of Austin P's season. All right, Austin P is overall two and two. Uh, their key win is over Mercer. It was a 48-34 win at Mercer. Um, and what I I will say this for the entire year, and I know you don't agree with it. Mercer is a spoiler team for anybody in the Southeast. Come like come. I, I am not a believer. I am not a believer. Um, but their two losses have been um, less than um, ten points. Uh, they lost to Central Arkansas at Austin P, uh, twenty-four to sixteen, and then they lost um, at home again. No, at Eastern. At ETSU, uh, twenty to fourteen. Twenty to fourteen. Mm. But ETSU also lost to VMI, so there's still a lot of questions overall for the entire FCS. Yeah. So we won't really see anything until at least two or three weeks in the conference. So I think Austin P is a good match for anybody in the OBC. They're until they get to the level of SEMO and JSU, which could be this year. Um, I think they're going to be that spoiler team for the OBC for a while. Um, they almost made the playoffs two years ago, but scheduling three FBS games really hurt them. Yeah, um, made a lot of money though. They did make a lot of money, um, but I think until they can start competing consistently. Teams like Jacksonville State, James Madison. Well, I wouldn't even throw James Madison or North Dakota State, but you're like the tier below the top tier teams. Yeah. Um, the only reason I put JSU in there is because it's a conference game. Yeah. So, I mean, it's um, this game is a good game. Uh, let's look at JSU right quick. Overall, three and one record. Key win is Eastern Washington, forty nine to forty five at home. And then their only loss is to Southeast Louisiana, um, 35-14. But since that CWA loss, we have 
turn things around. Yeah, and like, I've said this like twice now. If we play Sila again, we're, we're gonna, gonna win. we're gonna win, and it's we're gonna win pretty big, I think. Um, in this game, I think your key players are going to be Josh Pearson, Daniel Bird, Cooper, and Trey Berry. I yeah. would say Jalen Green, but I think against Austin P. After seeing Austin P. play, we're gonna have to play the ball. You don't think we can get the run game going? We will, but we won't. I don't think we'll score more than maybe once on the ground. Okay. Um, if Austin, we do, it'll probably be Zarek. <laughs> yeah, Austin P. is really good when it comes to the run game. They stop Central Arkansas very well on the ground. Well, good so, thing we're better through the air. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens in this game. But those those are your players. I think you're going to have to keep an eye out for yeah. against the governors. Which you know may or may not be the players that you have to keep an eye out for every single game. No, but those are going to be your key players. Yeah, for for a little bit. Which maybe. is a little worrying to me that we like we may or may not be over reliant on. You know, Pearson and Barry and Cooper. And if one of those three were to get hurt, I would be very scared. Well, um, we have a lot of depth in wide receivers. I was about to say, tight ends and wide receivers, I think we, we got it covered. I don't know much about our depth in tight end. I know about wide receivers. Um, I think with Cooper, if he gets ever gets hurt, praying to God he doesn't get hurt. Knocking on wood. Um... If he gets hurt, like I said in the last episode, there is our season. Zion Webb is definitely not as good as Cooper. I don't think he's as good as Cooper, but at the same time, having so much talent to throw to can make even a questionable quarterback look pretty good. You know? It's pretty forgiving to have such solid hands that you're throwing to. Mm -hmm. So I think even if Zara gets hurt... Uh, I think we'll be okay. Right. Um, we're not going to be quite as good, but who knows? Maybe Zion's been working his butt yeah, off. Maybe, maybe the OVC will prove me wrong um, about being stronger, and maybe we won't have to worry about that at all. So we'll just see. I, I think this week is going to be a, a really good test for JSU. Yeah, and a good insight into how Austin P is going to do for the rest of the season. Because mm-hmm. I, I did not watch a rerun. I have not seen Austin P this year. I have not kept up with him. So my uh, score prediction is going to be pretty uneducated. Right. Um, let's move on to predictions in that case. Okay. Um, we tried to get Dubs to call in, but he wouldn't message me back. So he's going to have to have another week of not doing predictions. So, you know what? Sorry, I'm going to call guys. him right now. Okay. I'm going to call him. Wait, do you have his phone number? I do not have his phone number. I, I can don't call either. him through Messenger, but... He's only ever called me through Messenger. What a weirdo. Who calls people through Messenger? Let me see if not I. I. Alright, let's see here. Caleb Williams. Are you calling him? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're already on it. Let's see if he picks up. He may be asleep. Yeah. Maybe you'll wake him up from his nap. He's healing right now. I may message him and uh, tell him what our prediction for our games are, and he can send me his prediction so he can participate. Okay, that'll be good. Um, But with that being said... Eric is in the lead with a 16 and 10 record. Let's go. Dubs is in second with a 6 and 4 record. I'm in third with a 15 and 11 record, which that one stupid game that Eric. <laughs> Wait, what is what is Caleb's record? 6 and 4. 6 and 4. He's only participated one week. Okay. But there was one game last week that I picked. A, a, a different team, and Eric picked the other team, and Eric won. Because I have a bigger brain. That is false. Is simply what it that is. That is false. I 
I think I said last week that I have the biggest brain in the world, and that is proved to be true. Watch you lose a good majority no, of these I am simply going to win. I'm going to be first place for the whole year. Uh, we'll, we'll see. All right, so the first game we have is defending NEC champion Duquesne against New Hampshire. Do you want to go first? Uh, I'm going to keep it real with you. I was not paying attention. I was looking at my phone. I was trying to find out how soccer was doing because I maybe wanted to mention an overlooked sport. We'll do predictions first, though. Okay. Uh, defending NEC champion Duquesne against New Hampshire. Uh, you go first. Um, this is a tough one for me because New Hampshire lost the Holy Cross. Um, last year and this year, I believe. I may be wrong on that. Do not quote me on that. Um, but they did lose this year. And New Hampshire is coming into this season from a absolute horrible year last year after their one of their key players got injured in like one of the first I think it was the very first game. Um, and so they they were in a they're in a bit of a rebuilding year this year. Um God, it's hard to pick against a big three team. Um, I'm actually going to go with the upset. I'm going to go Duquesne over New Hampshire. Uh, You always pick the upsets. You pick upsets almost more often than the popular pick. Well, I have a good reason for this one, though. I have facts to back this one. Well, I'll go. Uh, I'll go New Hampshire then, just for the fun of it. You know, if I make you go first and pick the exact same as you for the rest of the year, then I win. Okay, <laughs> I'll keep this one in mind. And if Duquesne ends up beating New Hampshire, I'm going to be like, "I told you so." You mean when New Hampshire beats Duquesne, I get to say I have the biggest brain in the world. Okay, whatever. As if I know anything about those two programs. Which, fun fact, I do not. You need to keep up with the SCS a lot more. I, I care so much about Jacksonville State University. I don't care very much about Duquesne and New Hampshire. <laughs> uh, next game I'm going to start keeping up with it more. Yeah. Gonna, this predictions is going to make me start keeping up with it more. So that way I can prove that I have the before biggest brain in the world. Our, before we go into our next... Uh, there's an app that you can use called the Versus Simulator. Okay. And it has all the stats for each team. Well, I gotta and, get on that. And you can it has a prediction part of the app where you can put in the home team and the away team. I gotta get on that. But That'll help or, it. In order to use the FCS, you have to buy the subscription. How much is the subscription? I want to say it's 30 for a year. Oh, my goodness. 30 for a year is hard to digest. If they would have said, you know, three bucks a month, I might go for that. But just because they give it as 30 a year, that's tough for me. But it's a mindset issue. You probably missed your opportunity on the SES Transmission page with the Pick'em. And if you beat the Versus Simulator app, you get a free year of subscription. Dang. Unlucky. Life comes at you fast. I'll install it real quick. It's a good one. Um, I would highly suggest buying the subscription. It'll help me pretend like I uh, know anything about the FCS. But that's just for the prediction. You can still look at the I have downloaded the wrong app. Uninstalling. To download the correct app. We'll deal with that later. Okay. Let's continue. Let's Second continue. The second game we have is Wofford versus BMI is a lot better this year. But they're cut they came off of a win against Eastern or East Tennessee State and lost to Robert Morris. Oh. Robert Morris is horrible. Yeah, and I have a lot of respect for ETSU. Um I'm going Wofford. In this one. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. 
I, I just think after a good win and going into a horrible loss, it's going to mess with BMI. Um, I thought BMI would be back or be good this year. Um, but no, I, I don't think after that loss, it's not going to be good for BMI. Agreed. All right. Next game is James Madison versus Elon. James Madison. Who did I pick on the pick on? I want to say I picked James Madison as well. But I would not be surprised if Elon does what it's done the past two years and beat um, and beats James Madison. Yeah, I'm going Jimmy Madison. Jimmy, Jimmy Mads? Anybody call him Jimmy Mads? No? I don't. Well, I'm going to call him Jimmy Mads from now on. Okay. Um, next game is Citadel at Sanford. At Sanford. I was correct at the beginning of the season. When I picked Youngstown over Samford. Yes. And Tennessee Tech also beat Samford. So are you going to pick against Samford again? I am picking against Samford again. And also, Citadel beat Georgia Tech. So. I just want to disagree with you. So, just for the sake of disagreeing with you. Citadel. Oh. No, wait, hold on. You're picking Citadel. I am. Oh, sorry, Samford. Of course. I had a little brain moment there. You did. It happens. Happens to the best of us. Um, since we're doing the JSU game last, we'll skip over that game. Uh, Maine versus Villanova. I don't want to pick Maine ever. I actually agree with you on this one. I think Villanova will beat Maine. I think Maine is overrated. This year, yes. The high that Maine should not be ranked as because this week it's the ranking is a lot like how it was against after the JSU Eastern Washington game. JSU was at ten. Eastern Washington is at um, eleven. Yeah. I I want to say we either moved down two spots or we moved up a spot in the. Stats poll. I want to say we moved down to like 12. I want to say that's correct. But anyways, regardless, Villanova is at 10, Maine is at 11. I'm going Villanova. Yeah, I'm also going to go Villanova. Wait, wait, where's it at? I think it's at Villanova. Yeah, I'm going to go Villanova. I don't know, is Maine that cold this time of year? It's not it's even October cooler, yet. But it's, not. it's not even October yet. So right. weather's no not snow. a huge, huge factor. There's no snow. Alright. Next game is Montana versus UC Davis. Montana versus UC Davis. UC Davis just came off of a really close game against uh, North Dakota State. Yes. Really close. What was the final score? 20 to 16. Was it that close? I think so. Wow, I didn't know it was that close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going UC Davis on this one. I am too. I think Montana will put up a fight, but I think UC Davis will, and it's at UC Davis as well. Yeah. So, um, I, I just think UC Davis will get the job done. Next game is... Um, North Dakota against Eastern Washington. Hmm. North Dakota against Eastern Washington. It's so hard to pick games that Eastern Washington is playing in. I know. Um, because they're so up and down. I want to say that I picked Eastern Washington. I did pick Eastern Washington. I'm going Eastern. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to give them this one. I just, um, I don't think North Dakota, even though they beat Sam Houston last week, I just, last week or two weeks ago. I don't know. Anyways, they beat Sam Houston. That's all that matters. Um, I, I just don't think Sam Houston is like Eastern. Um, I think Eastern with um, how many injuries they had in uh, our game, it really affected the outcome of the Idaho game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm hoping that some of those players will be able to play yeah. next week. This might be a good opportunity for them to write the, the course of their yeah. season. Yeah, I think Eastern Washington. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I have nothing against Eastern Washington. I have a lot of stuff against, you know, a lot of teams that we play. Um, I've never had any issues with Eastern Washington or their fans or anything. I dislike a lot of teams, but Eastern Washington is not one of them. Yeah, Eastern is definitely not one of them. Next game is Sam Houston State at I'm not impressed with Sam Houston so far. Yeah, you were just saying that. <laughs> um, I was impressed when they almost beat their FBS team. I want to say it was New Mexico State, but then again, that's also saying something. Yeah. Um, and then they blew out an NAI team, as they should. Yeah. But then going into the next week, they lose to North Dakota for this second year in a row. I think Sam Houston is still in a rebuilding year, and McNeese is coming back strong from last year. I'm going McNeese. I'll go Sam Houston. Of course. I could take the easy route with this prediction game and just match you. Literally, if I match you every prediction from now on, then I win. That's just how that'll end up because I'm already leading. But you want to destroy me. I want to destroy you. Um, or at next, least make it interesting. Yeah. Next game is the FCS Fans Nation game of the week. You and I at Beaver State. Hmm. I will go ahead and say... Weaver has a really good defense. Um, their offense, in my opinion, still needs some work. Um, I've only seen them a few times, but the times I have seen them, I wasn't really impressed with their offense. Um, you and I, on the other hand, I think is a lot more challenged than Weaver State um, just because of the games that they have played. Um, this is a tough game for me because and in this kind of matchup, I like to think of Weaver State as North Dakota State. Amazing defense. Can easily get the job done on offense. But you and I is that Nat that that just hangs around and won't go away. Um, I honestly don't know who I'm going to pick on on this one. No. Um, I'm going to go Weber State. I want to say that's who I picked in the um, pick'em challenge, but I'm not. 100% sure on that. Um, you know what? For funsies, I'll go you and I. Let's go. You said Weaver? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Now the game that really matters on this podcast. Jacksonville State at Austin P. Where do you know I'm picking Jacksonville State? And right. I know you're going to pick Jacksonville right. State. But let's talk about this weekend. This will be the first game all month that the Southerners will not be at the game. Yes. We have 
two exhibitions that we're performing at, with two performances each at those exhibitions. Which is going to suck. It's I'm going to be so dead. It's going to suck real bad. Um, I'm really hoping that JSU still plays the way they do and doesn't rely on stadium atmosphere, which includes the band. Yeah. Um, for this game. Um, like I said, this this is a great first conference game test for JSU. Um, I just think JSU will pull away. They'll struggle in the first half, I think, but they'll pull away in the second half. Um, I'm taking JSU 38, Austin P 27. 38 27. I think JSU by 11. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Uh, 35-21. 35-21? Yeah, JSU by 14. Okay. Um, we'll see how this week goes for us yeah. on predictions. And we'll get Caleb's predictions in as well. Yeah, we'll start calculating those in. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with predictions, because I'm like right there behind you, yeah. so... It's about to be a bigger gap, so be ready oh, is for that, it. Is that so? That is so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well. All right, last do you, segment. Do you want to touch on an overlooked sport? Oh, yeah, I looked this? up the first overlooked sport I could think of was soccer. Uh, and they've been doing okay. Not fantastic, let's be honest. Let's see. I believe I have it pulled up here. So I can't remember. We last touched in with the soccer team. We touched on in it, like we August. Yeah, we touched on it uh, after that, but we didn't air it. So they beat Alcorn State seven nil. They beat Ford International two nil. They lost to Lipscomb three nil. Oh. I think we. That was the game that I think was coming up when we first talked about this. Then they lost to North Alabama, 3-0. And then they lost to Troy, 2-1. Beat Alabama State, 3-2, in two overtimes. I don't know how that works in college. It says 2-O-T. I don't know how college soccer does that. Um, That's not how professional soccer does it. Though. It's simply not. It's just um, extra time. Normally in soccer, you would be tied. I also don't understand why they're doing extra time in like regular season games. Normally, you would just call it a tie. Um, I don't know. Maybe college soccer is weird and different. But, um, the reason I don't follow college yeah, soccer. Yeah, normally you would just have two short halves, almost like a short game, and whoever won that short game would win. Um, and if it was still tied, you go to penalty kicks. But they do overtimes, I guess. Maybe it's golden goal. I don't know. Uh, and then we lost to Alabama, 3-0. Lost to Mercer, 3-0. Lost to Eastern Kentucky. Lost to Morehead State. Ooh. Record currently is 3-7. and seven. I still have not had a chance to go out to a game. Have you ever been to a game? No, I got invited to go to um, a game, but I decided not to go. I would love to go to a game. Um, Who do they play next? At SIU Edwardsville. Yeah. Um, at their next home game is Austin P on October 11th. They got a lot of away games coming up. With SIUE, uh, Eastern Illinois, Belmont, and then on the 11th, they'll be back here against Austin P, mm-hmm. which is a Friday at 7. So, maybe I'll go and check out the the Lady Cox play <laughs> against P. The Lady Cox. Yep. Love it. All right, I want to touch on volleyball right quick. Okay. Um, overall record is 6-6. Six and six. 
Okay, five uh, zero. They went one and three in the Jack State Invitational. Uh, in the Sanford Invite, they went one and two. Correction: the first two tournaments they were in, they went one and two. Uh, the Gamecock Classic, they went two and one, only losing to Mississippi State. Um, and then the College of Charleston tournament, they went two and one, only losing to Charleston Southern. Um, next, how, the next one, two, three, four. Next four games are home games. Uh, they start uh, tomorrow. Uh, OVC play against Tennessee Tech. Tomorrow at home? Mm-hmm. What day is today? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I want to go to a volleyball game, match. What's the terminology there? Match? Match is game, made up of multiple games. Whatever, yeah. Is it like tennis situation? I don't know anything about volleyball, man. I don't I know very little about volleyball. Um but the game is at six PM. So it's like right oh, after Southern. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No. Um, they do have a game this Saturday against UT Martin at 2. Yeah. I hate that. Man. And then their next game is next Thursday at 6. I'll go watch so volleyball at some that, point. Go to that one. I'll watch them at some point, but it's not going to be this week. Sorry, volleyball. I think the game that a game we can go to is October 6th, and it's a Sunday against Moorhead State. Sundays, I am so free. And he's, I'm going to start going to soccer games and stuff on Sundays because they play on Sundays sometimes. Mm-hmm. Soccer, volleyball. Baseball and softball. So yeah. I'm playing on Sundays as well. Um, but, yeah, there's the volleyball team. We're proud of our Lady Cox. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, another overlooked sport, really not an overlooked sport because it's well known around campus, but Firebird Ultimate, our Ultimate Frisbee team. Yeah, you they, wanted to touch on that a little bit. They have a tournament or two games this weekend uh, playing UAB and Sanford. So, sadly, we. No, it is. Uh, isn't this the JSU tournament? Is it? I don't think so. Maybe not. Because there were a lot of teams in that tournament. Yeah. Supposedly. So maybe this one is away. But they do play UAB and Sanford. So. That'll be fun. Let's go Firebird. You got it. Mm-hmm. All right. Our last segment and Dubs' favorite segment. Or is it your favorite segment? I can't remember. Um, but believe it or not, I have three points. I just really quick want to touch on how many different names for the same segment there's on so many shows you have like believe it or not um, buy or sell buy or sell that show on uh, um highly questionable they have like see or no because it's like a spanish thing yeah. i saw a show the other day that was like overreaction or not there's so many I like there's believe so it or not, many though. believe it or not i like it's nice and simple all right, first one. The real cockfight needs to happen between JSU and South Carolina. In football? In any sport. In any sport. But football primarily. Do you believe this? Absolutely. We need to settle who the real Gamecocks are. I, do, I don't think I believe this one. I'm going to take the nod on this one. I think that would be an awesome game. It'd be fun. Um, mm-hmm. um for football and basketball, it would be huge. Especially, I would love to play them in basketball. Especially if South Carolina came here. Because we're not far from Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. At all. So maybe their fa- if we host them, maybe their fans could come down. Um, our arena is definitely not bigger or as big. Yeah, as definitely theirs. not. Um, but that would be a fun game. Why would, why would South Carolina ever come here to play us? Under what circumstance? Maybe in the NIT. I'll talk about football now. Is that what you're, you're talking about? Football or football, basketball? Football, it's a rule that FCS teams have to get a date. Yeah, I was like, what circumstances is no, happening? This is for basketball. Okay, um, that'd be fun. That would be so much fun. Football would be less fun, I think. It'd be kind of, it'd be kind of fun. Depending on the year. 
Yeah. Because South Carolina has lost to a good bit of uh, FCS teams recently. Have they? Mm-hmm. They lost to Citadel uh, not long ago, and I think they lost to them twice. I didn't know that. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe then. We'll see. For right now, I think we need to focus on FCS. Yeah. So I'm going to say not. Okay, fair. Yeah, we need to we need to sort out like actually being able to be successful in the playoffs before we start worrying about trying to be the best Gamecocks in the nation. You know, we can worry about that for basketball. How yeah. about that? Basketball. I'll I'll believe it for basketball, but not for football. All right. Second point. JSU as a whole is great, but still needs improvement. Well, yeah, I believe that. I believe it for a lot of programs, but JSU, yes. Um, especially for football. Uh, yeah. This is primarily for football. Um, but yeah, um, there's we still have a lot to work out before playoffs. Yeah. Um, and definitely before SEMO. So, take it one week at a time. Yeah, we've that's, got the talent. That's what I say. We've always had the talent. Uh, it's just all those other variables. It's execution. Execution, discipline, drive to win. The discipline has gotten better. Though. It has, yes. Um, what was it yesterday? And I think Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington was less than fifty yards for penalties, and um, UNA was less than twenty. I was very pleased with that. That is something we forgot to say. It's like I don't know because I guess we didn't notice anything spectacular about the UNA game, which is good because we didn't notice all these holding penalties and things. It didn't happen, and that was a point of concern for the Eastern Washington game because we were scared that our offensive line wasn't going to match up and they were going to have to resort to holding. But uh, that's been good. Good on the boys. I haven't seen very many as, while we're still on the discipline right quick. I've ne- I haven't seen many pass interference calls, which I'm very happy about because that's yeah. what we usually got called for. Yeah. And there were some really good... Um, we looked really good breaking up passes against UNA. There were a couple times when uh, they went long and it really looked like it was about to be a touchdown and somehow we Art, were able to bat it down. I love the position that our football team is in right now because every game we just get better yeah. and better and better and better. So hopefully that's continuing. Yeah, let's keep even, it rolling. Even through the playoffs – once we play a team like Weber State, Eastern Washington again, James Madison, North Dakota State, if this trend continues for our defense getting better, be good. it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. They've done a lot of growing up. Um, uh, so I guess believe it, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe it. Um, last point, the FCS is just pure chaos this year. I 100% believe this. More than other years, you think? Yes. Because everybody had a thought of who were going to be the tough teams. And just one by one, certain tough teams would just fall out. And these nobody names are beating uh, teams from other conferences that people thought that team would beat them. I have no idea. I am close to almost saying... And Matthew Frazee, Lawrence Smith, and Kyler Neal, Kyler Neal, y'all can bash me for saying this, but I did a playoff conference ranking of just the uh, playoff uh, conferences that get automatic berths. And I actually have the Missouri Valley as a third best conference. Really close to being the fourth best conference. Wow. And being out of the big three. Wow. Who I have in fourth is Southland. Southland looks really, really good this year. And then I have the OVC. Um, Those two conferences. Now, OVC is nowhere near where the Missouri Valley is yet. Um, But the Southland this year, there are some bottom-tier teams that have stepped up their game, and as a whole, it's making the conference just way more competitive. 
Missouri Valley, you still have the same four to five teams. I would even say three teams for this year that are just, you look at them and watch them play, and you're like, yeah, they're going to be in the playoffs. Yep. And then other teams that should make the playoffs, you watch them and you're like, I don't know about this team. I think I'll believe it. A lot of, a lot of surprising results thus mm-hmm. far. So, yeah, I'll believe that. It's, it's just been that, that week zero, everybody was like, okay, this is going to be the single thing. And then that first game of the next week was JSU-CELA. And CELA completely dismantled JSU. And everybody was like, what in the hell is happening? <laughs> That's when you knew the season was not going as planned. <laughs> I think we've hit everything we wanted to talk about. We even threw in a little extra topics there, and we're still under an hour. Good for us. Hopefully this is about the normal length of episodes from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if a particularly exciting game happens, we're, it's going to be longer. It's probably going to push an hour 15, hour 30 sometimes if something really exciting happens. We have a lot to say about it. But um, I would rather have more to say than less to say. Uh, this week, UNA, it was just not an exciting game. It was not. Uh, we won, which is exciting. But as far as watching a game of football, if I was a third party, not a very interesting game. Um, any final thoughts? Um, not really. Just go Cox, go go Gamecocks, bless Southerners, fear the beat. Um, especially bless Southerners. We will be praying since me and Eric Grant Southerners. We will be praying for not only us, but the rest of Southerners to get through these four runs that we have to do this weekend. Yeah, it's um, going to be tough. We have to go to one place, do a show, turn around, literally do a show towards the away stands, go somewhere else, and, and do the same. same thing over again. It's not going to be fun, but it's for the kids. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, request to join our Facebook page. Um yeah. Join the Coctopus page. C-O-C-K-T-O-P-U-S. He's a good luck charm. Try to grow the page. I want to get like a stupid amount of people on the Facebook page. That's the plan. We might have to make an Instagram or a more popular form of social media, a more accessible form. But um, yeah, go Cox. Fear the beak. Cox by 90 this week and every week after that. And uh, then we're going to win the championship and then every year after that. So the dynasty, a 90-year dynasty, Cox by 90. Let's go. Let's go.